Good afternoon and welcome to the latest edition of the Star Owls, a weekly Sheffield Wednesday podcast brought to you by the Star. No Alex Miller this week, it's just myself and Joe, our regular Owls correspondent. Joe, um, first things first, obviously we normally start with an injury update. Um, unfortunately, it's the same case again. Um, yeah. Josh Winters has suffered a setback. Um, that feels like a big blow for, for him and the club as well. Yeah, it is a big blow, you know. I mean, you just have to look at Josh's record when he's actually played this season. And to show the kind of impact that you can have. And I think, you know, when Wednesday have played teams like the game against Gillingham, when they have had that low block and they've been difficult to break through, I think Josh Winness is the sort of player that can can break those lines and, and, and can be a real a real sort of threat for, for the opposition in that sense. So to have him have another setback, it's a it's a blow for Wednesday and it's a blow for Darren. But you know, I'm I'm just really good for for Josh himself. You know, he's a he's a player that he's been desperate to get back playing again. Um, you know, he's he's been doing a lot of work behind the scenes trying to get himself ready. So to have this this setback at this point in the time as well, you know, going into this business end of the season, it's a uh, yeah, I feel really sorry for him because it's, it's very sad when when these kind of injuries sort of reoccur for footballers. Definitely. Did more allude to the fact that he might be gone for the season? No, no. He, look, there are obviously worries that he, he might be out for the rest of the season. I think if it's a, a reoccurrence of his hamstring, then. If it's you know we all know how bad hamstring injuries can be, so there obviously are concerns that it could be for the rest of the season, given that there's only eight games left. But Darren said it was it's too early to say at this point. He says they'll assess him over the next few days and see where they're at. Yeah, just look backwards quickly. Um, Gillingham, what was your sort of reading of that game? Nil nil draw. It sounded like a, would it be fair to say it was a little bit drab? Yeah, yeah. Wednesday just couldn't really get going. No, I don't. Nobody was able to really find their stride. You know, Gillingham set in, they made it hard work for Wednesday to get through. Had a couple of ch- I mean, they had the better of the chances. If anyone was going to win that game, it should have been Gillingham. Um, Bailey made some really good saves. Um, obviously, keeping another clean sheet. And he was Wednesday's best player for me. I don't think anyone else, like I say, really managed to get going. But it's just one of those. I think Wednesday are going to have other games like that this season where teams do set up low against them and they've got to try and force their way through. And speaking to Barry today and... He said they he felt they didn't have enough efforts. They just they just didn't let it go enough. You know there was parts in the game where he he felt like they should have had a crack when they didn't. And look, they'll be looking to to do that against Cheltenham. Maybe it'll be slightly different. They're they're not in a, a perilous um, a perilous situation, I suppose. Um, you know they're they're very comfortably mid table, and I don't think there's any real chance of them going down or getting promoted. So they'll want to finish on a high. You know I, I don't think that you know. I don't think it's going to be a, a a game they don't care about by any stretch. But I, I, th- I think that with with Gillingham there, they they were fighting for their lives, weren't they? Definitely. Yeah, we are live on Facebook and Twitter, by the way. So if you've got any questions and comments, and you're watching on Facebook, get them in. Ryan Doherty, more changing the team too much. Don't think we've scored since the six one win, six nil win. There was a goal against Akrinson, wasn't there? But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 been a strange sort of couple of weeks really since that. The high of that Cambridge um, result because it feels a bit like uh, they've kind of gone not gone backwards, but maybe I don't know. It, it's it's weird. Bit... It's weird how the, sort of the stuff ebbs and flows, isn't it? You, I, you know, after the six nil, the six nil Cambridge win. In my head, I'm going playoffs are a certainty. It's going to be fine. You know, we'll, we'll we'll get playoffs. It'll be you know, obviously, you know, <laughs> top two is probably long gone now. But you know, at that point, I was like, I'm not even worried about the playoffs. And then these two results. And the way they've played in them, and the, the way they've sort of been unable to really um, get going, is it does kind of knock it back a little bit, and you go, oh, 
yeah now we're uh it's <laughs> yeah just weird you know like it's it's they've got to a point when they are um the, the negatives are coming out again and i think that if they get a win this weekend it, it changes the it changes the board again and i think from a wednesday perspective it's just about getting back to that 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 sort of style of play that that was working so well for him um it's going to be really interesting to see the team selection this weekend i think um it didn't didn't really work at Gillingham, but it's a different opponent and i think that wednesday of we said it all season they've got enough to beat any team in this league yeah, definitely how are your nerves as a fan eight games to go like i say I, I, before these last two games i was absolutely fine I, i've never been more calm as a wednesday I, and now after Gillingham, i'm starting to bat my nails a little bit but i, I still think we've got enough yeah you know, I, I still think we've got enough to get to the playoffs but you know i, I think it's hard as as, as fans it, it's hard when, like, when we get a setback, like, like Josh Windass being out, it's hard to go, hard not to go. Oh, well, it's going to be one of those again. Yeah, this is an interesting question from Steve Brown. Joe, do you think there's almost a case for too much choice player-wise at the moment? I, I noticed you were kind of looking through the various permutations available to Moore in the absence of Saido Berahino and Josh Windass, and there's quite a few things. He's got a few options in there that he can go for. Yeah, I think I think that. The too much choice thing, I don't think is really an issue anywhere on the field except for the centre-backs. The centre-back situation is very, it, it's tough. It's a tough call now because, you know, in my head, when you're looking at centre-backs, you want to have three centre-backs, if you're playing a back three, obviously, three centre-backs who um, know each other and have found a bit of a connection and you keep it going as long as you can. We are now in a situation where we've got six or seven no really good solid first choice uh, first team centre backs and Darren he, he took that he took Dominic off throughout the other night he said that was a bit of he was struggling with some soreness so that was a change based on that uh, so that's what I'm saying about the the, the selection for this next game because you know you don't want to be changing your back three all the time as much as you've got that that option to because of the quality we have you know Harley Dean came back the other day Shea Dunkley with his first game in in first game of the year I think uh, so those centre-backs we've got a lot of quality there and I think you know most of them when fit would start for every other team in the league I would think but having yeah. that option like Steve said I do think there is a little bit of in that position specifically I do think there is a little bit of too much choice but that was that was built on because um, you know we had no centre-backs at one point so they had to go bring new ones in so it was all kind of out of necessity, I suppose. Yeah. Do you think, uh, again, follow-up from Steve Brown, does Darren, Darren doesn't know his best 11? He was actually, he was asked that today and, and he kind of said that he's he's not really sure that he'll ever have a chance to pick his best 11 because he's either never fit, like he's never got everybody available. Um, he, he said that he's not, he's never been in a situation to pick his, his full best 11. Uh, and I think that until everyone is available and they've been able to figure out those combinations in terms of the combination play that they have, it's probably quite difficult to pick a, a best 11. But I do think that there is a, a situation this season where the change in, uh, Davin does like a change anyway, but I think that the force changes have, have definitely made that very, very difficult. Yeah, moving on. Uh, weekend of landmarks, the likes of Barry Bannon, Sam Hutchinson, Callum Patterson. I wanted to talk to you about Callum Patterson. Has that photo been verified of him in the in the Don? Outside, is it outside the stadium, presumably? 
Yeah, it's not been verified, verified, but I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that it's him. He's uh, Callum does like a fish. Like he, he's a big fishing fan. Um, and and the guy who tweeted it, he's, he works for the club. So yeah, I, I very much doubt that it's not Callum Patterson. Um, got a lot of time for that man. He's just he just seems like a really good bloke. Um, and I hope he caught something because I can't imagine there's that many fish in the Don. If I'm honest. Mm. Yeah. Let's have a look. We've got a question from Alex Miller. Um, sounds familiar. Long-time listener, first comment. I'm your biggest fan. Who would you uh, choose up top with Lee Gregory tomorrow? That's a good question, actually. Callum Patterson is in good goal-scoring form, but he's too similar to Gregory. Would you throw Nath- Nathaniel mendes Lang in-, in there? This guy sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Yes, doesn't he? Uh, he's uh... got to say for himself. I think I can see. He's got, a, he's got a way with words as well. Um, no, I, th- I, th- I think for me, judging on obviously you've got to judge fitness, but I think I think it'd be a, a decent shout to play Mendes Lang. I think his his pace and trickery could be a real real problem for for Cheltenham, and obviously you've got you've got Gregory in that number nine role. I, I think it would be quite harsh on on Callum because he's he has been he has been doing well lately, but I just think that that kind of that explosivity that that, that Mendes Lang brings to the table could be yeah could be a real problem for Cheltenham if he can get going. Yeah, how many changes do you anticipate then for for tomorrow? I think you're probably looking at a couple. Um, maybe a, I think the centre backs, the th- centre backs are, are the, the sort of the key one for me because you know I offer was left out because of soreness. He might be able to come back in now. Harley Dean made his return, and I think you know there'll be a temptation to start Harley as well because we saw how well he did when he first came into the, the Wednesday side before his injury. So. I, I think we could see a possible change there. I don't think any of the midfield three will change. I'd be surprised if the wing-backs change. So, yeah, th- there's there's plenty of choice, but I think you're probably looking at maybe one in the in the defence or maybe one up top. Yeah, Bailey Kadamatari. Um, he's a player that every time there's a story on him, um, it kind of seems to attract huge attention. Um, he's been training with the first team. That seems pretty impressive for a, a 16-year-old lad. Yeah, no, I mean, Bailey's... Bailey's really sort of pushing through the ranks. You know, he's still still a kid. He's 16 years old, not got a pro contract yet, but he's scoring for the 18s. He's he's made a few appearances for the 23s now. So he's he's really playing above his years. And there's a lot of clubs keeping an eye on him. We've spoken about him a lot in the past. So um I think he's just he's he's an exciting player. I think he's he has got he's got a lot to his game to like. You know, he, he's got the physique. He's he's bigger bigger than a lot of the players he comes up against when he plays in his age group. So to see him pushing through the ranks so quickly is exciting. And and like I say, with with what Darren's seen of him so far, he seems to be impressed as well. And and he knows a lot more about football than I do. So yeah. I'll take his uh, I'll take his word for it for sure. Do you think it might be maybe next season before we start to see him in a, in and around that first team? It depends on his progression, you know. It 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 might not even be next season. You you don't know where he's at. I think there's there's always this this temptation with with young players coming through to go. Oh well, they're doing well at under 18s. They're doing well at 23s. They're ready for first team football. When it's not always the case. Sometimes it does. It it, it takes that a little bit longer. There's there is a big big difference between the 18s and 23s, and there's a massive difference between 23s and, and senior football. So it's good that they're getting him in there early to sort of. Test things out, but yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see him sort of uh, playing regular football, senior football for Wednesday anytime in the in the immediate future. That's for sure. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout out this weekend to the New York Owls. Um, I think that's brilliant that there'll be 40, 50 people in New York City 
watching the game. Uh, Cheltenham at home, not the most glamorous one, but a pretty glamorous setting for them. When you were in South Africa, did you um, were you part of the South Africa Sports Association? Or was it just you? No, no, it was just me. I'm the only one. No, there is there is actually weirdly there's a there's a whiskey uh, there's a whiskey maker. He's the the head, sort of head distiller at a whiskey firm out in the Western Cape in South Africa, and he's a big Wednesday night. Uh, so Andy, Andy, if you're listening. Thanks for being the one and only other Sheffield Wednesday fan in South Africa. Yeah, fair dues. Another shout out to Dalton Smith as well. He's fighting Leeds. Um, and I believe one or two first team players may be heading up. But I think I spoke to him about that and it seems to be result dependent anyway. So um, we'll see. I think that brings us to a close for this week. Make sure you check out the star.co.uk forward slash Sheffield Wednesday for the latest hours news before tomorrow's game. Cheers.